This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we break down episode three of Marvel's What If on Disney Plus, in which Fury's big week goes really, really bad. Plus, we're talking Spider-Man No Way Home theories, Easter eggs from the trailer as we try to figure out what exactly is happening in this movie. Big rumors about the Doctor Strange sequel, Shang-Chi box office predictions, and a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, August 30th, 2021. This is Jason Mewes, and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Snooch to the Nooch. What's up, listener? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the Nerd. And that's it. Ruggs is uh, sitting this one out. I, I think he slipped through a wormhole again, Anthony. Yeah, I you know, I, I keep going back to this, but I think... The hand that puppets the master is just it's getting a little tired and wants to Get do other things. Out of here. Listen, when you're a puppet at his age, sometimes you pop a stitch and you need a little repair. It happens sometimes. Yeah, well, it's like um, Ted, that movie Ted. <laughs> yes, he's when just the, as foul mouth. Not as cute, though. Maybe no, not as cute. Not as cute. Hopefully not fucking girls with a parsnip. <laughs> oh, um, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Ah, uh, they should make more of those, and Rug should get a cameo. But, you know, we always have him. Lame. Here with us. And with that said, Anthony, let's just dive into the fucking news. The Jock and Ned Podcast. So, Anthony and listener, everybody remembers last week, uh, we managed to uh, record while they released the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Geek boner. And just enough time. You know, in our new segment to watch it a couple times and comment on it, give you our instant thoughts. And Anthony, if you thought that's the last we were going to hear about that, oh, you would be very wrong. <laughs> I'm sure you think that wasn't the last. We have to. We're going to spend some time here oh. uh, breaking down this thing, uh, coming up with some theories because finally they gave us something and we've had a week. So sorry, Anthony. Bear with me. <laughs> it's all good. I have to I like get, the trailer. I have to get this out. The trailer was great. But let's start with this stat. This is pretty crazy. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer has become the most watched trailer within a 24-hour time span. Oh, shit. It was watched 355.5 million times globally in the first 24 hours, beating out the previous record holder, which was Marvel's own Avengers Endgame. Uh, this the first trailer uh, that was watched 289 million times in 24 hours. Now, Anthony, how the fuck yeah. is this more popular than uh, Avengers Endgame? What does this mean? It means this movie's hopefully going to make a ton of money, right? Um, hopefully. You would think the last one made over a billion dollars. I, I am surprised that it made or it had more views than Avengers. That's pretty crazy. Although the hype behind this movie 
is pretty high. I, I didn't think it was Avengers Endgame or Avengers Infinity War level, but still, the you know the amount of speculation that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in this has really, you know, it's 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 obviously shown through with the people's excitement and and people really want to see that. So I think that and the fact that this trailer came out, I think trailers usually come out about. Six months before the movie is going to come out. Yeah, this, this one's is, been pretty late. Yeah, it's in like terms three of, and a half months, a little under yeah. four months. I'm, I might be wrong on that, but I think uh, I think just the amount of hype and again, just the 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 fact that they're potentially melding all these universes together and all the Spider-Man universes, people are people are excited. There's everyone's. You got the, a whole generation of Spider-Man fans that grew up with this the either Tobey Maguire. And then right. Andrew Garfield or this that are might you know are coming in back to to see this so and now the Tom Holland you're, you're the Spider Man fan though it's crazy it's yes it's crazy look uh I, and honestly the trailer like it was a good trailer but it wasn't like a like a blow you away fantastic trailer no they I just, didn't think so right it was just they gave us the plot they find like all we we were just jonesing for what the fuck is this movie about and now I'm like what the fuck is this movie about I yeah <laughs> the only thing I would say is. I didn't think the trailer blew me away, but that being said, like we talk about, we knew that Alfred Molina was in this. We right. talked about, yeah. we've yeah. talked about some of the casting decisions. I don't believe everyone is as plugged in no. as we are. So maybe people saw this trailer and went, "Holy shit!" Yeah, Alfred Molina is in oh, this, yeah. and then told their friends, and you know, maybe maybe it crossed over into a wider audience. Obviously, it did. Then, um, just uh, the fan that's in the know and follows every marvel casting decision clearly i think a lot of people had no idea alfred molina was coming back as doc hawk and uh yeah that's definitely part of it um the other question this brings up now that like sony has seen this and disney has seen this and kevin feige has seen this do you think this will affect the sony disney partnership Hmm. if you're feige are you like Holy shit, we either have to get a, we need to re up this thing or just outright buy Spider Man back. If you're Sony, are you going to be like, you know what? We, we, we can never let go of Spider Man. We don't need Marvel. Uh, the, you know, he is still clearly a flagship, huge icon character. But does this, I kind of feel like maybe it makes it harder for Sony to be, to re up and they'll be like, we don't really need you. Look at these numbers. Yeah, I think, um, I think both both sides are going to look at it and want Spider-Man, right? So I think Sony's going to look at it and go we're on our way. Like we we hit the we hit it out of the ballpark with this partnership with Marvel was really good, but we hit it out of the ballpark with Venom and we hit it out with Intro to Spider-Verse. Yeah. Cuz I personally think this might be the last time we see Tom Holland in the MCU proper. I, yeah, I think it might be right. This may be I, his big yeah. out. And I think Sony is looking at this as like we have Tom Holland we're going to now this will potentially segue him out of the MCU and into our Sony Spider-Verse and it's still kind of tangentially connected to the MCU so it's still you know it's still they can still market it as being canon even though it maybe it's a, a different universe you know that doesn't um, a, a multi or a universe that exists without any of these other superheroes just Spider-Man and Venom and Mobius and whatever and then I'm sure Marvel looks at it and goes um we need to figure out a way to renegotiate with yes. Sony and get Spider-Man and more MCU stuff. Right. We got to have Tom Holland in this stuff. So I think both sides are going to look at it very pleased, but also one side being very pumped about their 
their future with Tom Holland, perhaps, and the other one being like, we potentially want him back. And yeah, depending on how much money this makes, this is going to be interesting. Now, so on the Sony side, I remember bring up this little bit of news I was saving for later, but this may be a clue. Sony has rebranded their Marvel Universe movies. So remember, it used to, they were calling it Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. Spum, sp- spunk, spumunk. <laughs> Anyways, now. They are calling it Sony's Spider-Man universe. Oh, shit. And hmm. this includes Venom 2 and Morbius. You're probably going to see this more. Uh, they've officially pivoted and they're calling it Sony's Spider-Man universe. So that maybe that means like they're, 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 they want to hang on. They're not going to give up. They think because they want to make a Craven movie and a Sinister Six yeah. and they can do all this shit now with this momentum. They want to make all those Spider-Man characters into solo films. Uh, but the key is figure out a way to segue Tom Holland into all of this and the multiverse is their way of doing it. So, you know, and I'm torn. I don't even know what I want because on the one hand, I'm not a huge fan of this Tom Holland Spider-Man, what they fucking did to him. And, and also Sony has given us amazing Spider-Man films to the credit Spider-Man two and into the Spider-Verse, you know, so yep. they, they've managed to nail movies better than Marvel has done so far. But I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would want. Yeah, I'm. You know, I don't. I don't hate on this Spider-Man as much as Rugboy, and I don't know if you hate on it. I don't know what you feel about it. Um, you're you change, you change, you change Spider-Man opinions like you change your fucking underwear. Depends what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what you feel, but I, I don't hate on it. I don't think it's. I don't. I'm not wowed by this version, but I do like him. I don't necessarily trust him in Sony's hands. I think mm. Sony's hit it out of the ballpark with a couple of their films, but most of their stuff I thought Amazing Spider-Man 1 was was not good. Yeah. I thought Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 2 was terrible. Yeah, it didn't end well. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest Venom fan. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure if I'm in line with like making Mobius and Craven the Hunter and yeah. If they make a Sable Silver Cat or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Black Cat, Silver Sable. They got all these ideas. Silk. They want to do Silk. Silk. Yeah, like I don't know. know, Into the Spider-Verse I think was was great. I thought it was really good. But I don't know if I trust them to like consistently put out a good product. And and I don't know if these characters, you might be able to speak to this more than me, but I don't know if the like Craven and Mobius, I don't think, I don't know if these characters are like, or like solo film, like headline film carriers. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then again, Marvel's doing it with Shang-Chi and all this other stuff. So who knows? You know, and they managed to, you know, get Tom Hardy to make Venom uh, something. And that's the only reason why. Uh, yeah. They, you know, I mean, they got Tom Hardy, they got Jared Leto being Mobius. You're right. This is Kevin Feige's Spider-Man that he is uh, groomed and crafted. It's clearly his fingerprints are all over this. So, Handing this Spider-Man to Sony, probably not a good idea. Let's talk about this Spider-Man. Let's talk some more about this trailer. Uh, by the way, the easily 7 million of those 355 million views, probably from this IP address right here. Oh, shit. <laughs> because I have been playing this a lot. Um, I want to point out one thing, though, before we get into the trailer. And the, the, as the people on the internet have pointed out, this is fucking crazy. In WandaVision... In the very first episode, at the very beginning of the first episode, Vision notices the calendar, and he asks Wanda, oh, honey, is that date important? Is today's date? There's a heart around it. What does that mean? The camera cuts to the wall, and the fucking calendar, the date is August 23rd. 
the same day they dropped the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Oh, now, is this was this on purpose? Was this an accident? This is wild. If if it was on purpose, man, that would be crazy. They fucking told us that would be crazy forethought to have put that in. I, I'd like to think that's a coincidence. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Maybe I, I don't know the August twenty third thing. I I don't know if we ever got any real resolution resolution to that in that show. Anyway, well, they were like that day. It was a heart, and the family's this boss's name was Heart, and they were like, "Oh, the Heart family's coming over," and that was their that was their bullshit reasoning. Uh, but just keep that in mind because there is something coming up later in News from the Nation. News from the Nation that may no, it's not time yet. I didn't press the button. How did the sound go off? That's so weird. Nobody fart. Nobody fart. Okay, Anthony, before I, I dig into some Easter <laughs> eggs and theories and speculations, uh, g- give me your thoughts on the trailer. What? What? Uh, now that you had some time to sit with it. A little more time to process yeah, it. Yeah, anything stick out? Is anything weird? What do you think's happening? What the sure. fuck is happening in this movie? So I am leaning towards the mindset that something's up with Doctor Strange. I think that's a general consensus because he is goofy as fuck the more you watch this thing. He's very goofy and very um, flippant about what he potentially could be doing. He's either that or it it seems like maybe Peter Parker is saying things during the spell that might fuck it up. Maybe it's Peter's fault. Like he fucks it up. The uh, the one thing I don't understand yet and we'll obviously there's time and the movie will come out. Yeah is Dr. Strange says at one point something along the lines of what's causing this is you living two different lives or something like that. You know, obviously the secret identity thing, but I'm curious to see what, where he's going with that, what that means. Um, Overall though, I think it's a very solid trailer. If I didn't know, if I wasn't in the know, I'd probably be very crazy pumped about it just because again, Alfred Molina is back. It looks like, um, Definitely Green Goblin. And it, like there it, was that's some, Willem Dafoe laughing, but m- maybe yeah. it's James Franco is who we're getting. I don't know. Perhaps. That'd be kind of disappointing. But that I, is I, the Raimi bomb. Those are the Raimi pumpkin bombs. Raimi bombs, yeah. yeah. The um, Looks like we got maybe some Sandman, maybe some, maybe Lizard. Oh, oh, maybe Lizard and Electro. There's lightning Electro, and yeah. sand at the same time. Yellow lightning now this time, not Yellow blue. Lightning. So it looks like they're potentially... Maybe the villain like is the Sinister Six. There's five of them right this. there. Yeah. Maybe they're going to finally do Sinister Six, but instead of the rumors of doing it in a movie on their own, they're just going to do it in this Spider-Man, which would be kind of cool. Which could be how they get... It's like a multiversal Sinister Six right. that assembles... Okay, so let's go back to Strange real quick. Here's the possibilities. It could, it could be a scroll. Some people have said. Mm. Possible. Uh, it could be uh, Kang. Maybe is it Kang himself? Hmm. Possibility. Uh, maybe. I don't know if Kang. I mean, I guess. I didn't think Kang was going to show up in Loki. No, that's true. I don't know if it's going to be Kang. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet money it's on a, Okay, Kang. it's just a hanging possibility. Now, the big sure. one, this one is ironic because it is the fucking word that everyone is saying since WandaVision started is Mephisto, right? And people are sick of the, it's Mephisto meme, it's everywhere. However, it would make sense. In this case, it absolutely would make sense because if there are, there's a storyline called One More Day in the comics where uh, Peter Parker is in a point in his life where he's married, he's no longer single, he's married to Mary Jane, and then Aunt May, I believe, gets killed and he first goes to Doctor Strange and ask Strange to reverse things to help fix things, and Strange won't do it. And so he literally has to make a deal with the devil, and it is 
Mephisto. So there's a lot of clues pointing to Mephisto. There's a sign in the trailer where it says the devil in disguise at one point, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't be uh, mad if it was because it kind of makes sense. I don't know how many people know this, uh, this storyline. The other thing you noticed when you were talking about how every time Peter talks, him talking is fucking up. Like he starts with one ring, right? Like one timeline. And every time Peter interrupts, there's another fucking ring going around him. And he interrupts mm. four times and there's four rings and they're all spinning in other in, in opposite directions, kind of crashing into each other, you know, kind of alluding to maybe these are four multiverses colliding, opening. Uh, so that's yeah, interesting. Perhaps. I don't know. I, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely was getting vibes that he was by talking, he was fucking things up. So, yeah, yeah he had never seen fucking strange wink at the camera. Also. He's wearing the eye of Agamotto. It's never glowing. And didn't Thanos fucking crush that thing in the fucking movie in his hand? He did, but he crushed the, uh, it was a fake. Oh, that's right. It was the duplicate. It was the. But he had the duplicate time stone in there. But the, but uh, the, so yeah, it's, it's always off. I don't know. And so, and I think maybe the real strange, because then you see him on the train. There's an elevated train going through the Grand Canyon, it looks like, and then the train splits off into four multiverse trains or whatever around him, and it looks like he's fighting Strange. Maybe this is the real Doctor Strange trying to stop him. Hmm. That one. That one's a confusing scene. I don't right? know if he's fighting him, but they're on a train, yeah, and it. Strange is doing like weird things with the carts, and you don't really know what's going on there. He could be fighting him, but... He doesn't look. Yeah, that one's a little bit of a confusing that scene. That one's in weird, the but uh, you know, some people have noted like the train track is you know kind of like the timeline, and because it, it jumps off the track and it duplicates, so maybe he's showing him, you know, the multiverse, those shots where he's falling through the city and it's folding. Yeah, I read a, I, I saw a video where he was, someone was saying that he was training him or showing him something because he also does have that box when he gets the astral push out of his body he's holding this box and we know he's gonna have some kind of mystical like web devices because of the toys Mm -hmm. uh and the box may be like a ghostbusters type trap to trap things from other dimensions uh here's some other there's some great easter eggs in the beginning first of all i love the beginning how they're zendaya and and tom holland peter mj are lying down and looking up kind of like Toby Maguire, Cranston Dunst in the web in Spider-Man 3, I think, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of that. But in the back, there's graffiti on the ceiling, and it says Ditko back there, which is so great. It's yeah. so good. And then just the imagery of the split Peter Parker, Spider-Man mask, the thing that you always saw in the comics that was just such a cool uh, – I, sometimes they would use it to show his spider sense was tingling. You know, half of the face, you see that in the billboard. As you hear J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson tell everyone, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Uh, you notice when he's arrested, here's the other fun rumor. There's a quick shot of this guy in a white shirt and a black tie with hairy arms slamming down papers. And everybody is like, oh, shit, that's Matt Murdock. Oh, shit. That's Charlie Cox, although he looks a little chubby, too chubby to be Charlie Cox if you look carefully. Yeah, I think we we talked about it on the Discord. But yeah, he looked a little out of shape, that guy. He did. From the brief... Shot. It looked like it looked like you if you were trying to get in shape. <laughs> my arms are not that hairy. All the hair is white, but it kind of <laughs> does look like my body in the middle. If you were trying to get like you were on your way to be- eventually being in shape, 
Like that would be you. That's like, we, if you looked like that, I'd be like, oh, you made progress. So, like, but you look that's kind of what my body is now. Look, I've, no. I've lost like over twenty pounds, but I'm still fat. All the fat is still like in my torso. Like my, <laughs> I got muscle in my legs and my arms and my shoulders and my back, and I feel it. But like my chest and my no fucking torso, Pakistani body, where I have no waistline. That's the la- that's where the weight hangs. Out. That's where the fat hangs out, and it fucking refuses to leave. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't. I don't know. So what to yeah, say I about got that. these like muscular legs, and then this like fucking chubby belly, and 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 love handles. I don't know if I. I really. I have to change my. T- I have to like stop eating everything bad. Yeah. Well, as, as they say, it's so fun. Abs way. are made in the kitchen. God, that's no fun to eat fucking chicken and broccoli for every meal for fucking <laughs> three months and brown rice. I think you just need would need to cut down on. I have a sweet tooth. Your fats and your carbs. I have a terrible and your sweet sugars. Tooth. Yes, yeah. that's the main thing. Is yeah. you could still enjoy, you don't have to eat chicken and broccoli no, not to make no. this a fucking diet Sorry. podcast. A, but welcome to the Paleo Cast. We are <laughs> to help you get trim for life. No, look, a little anyway. occasional bread is okay. I, I get it. If I really ate, right. Anyways, I do kind of look like that. I don't think I don't. I don't know if that's Charlie Cox, but you're you're on your way to looking like Charlie Cox. Oh, what, what, that's what I'm trying to right. say. I'll I will take except that. <laughs> except you had to have. I mean, you you're just your costume is just your white guy. I'm a brown guy that turned white. Turned white, yeah. You'd be like uh, Spider Gwen. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Doesn't she have a white costume? Yeah, she got a white costume. Just call me the yeah. albino Spider Man. That's yeah. that's all I am. Uh, <laughs> albino Spider Man. Uh, what happened? You'd be uh, you're like Baz from uh, Green Lantern. Oh, ba- yeah. Uh, Baz was the he was Persian, right? I think. Yeah, aren't you Persian? Ira- Iranian. No, Pakistan. Well, you're not Iranian. You're Whatever. from Pakistan. Yeah, Pakistan has nothing to offer. That's not Persian. No. One country that has contributed nothing to the world. I'm sorry, Pakistanis. It's Pakistan? true. Yes. Wow. Wow. I'll call them out right now. I'll call out the whole country. I don't care. I'm Pakistani. I could do it. Have you ever looked at the border between Pakistan and India? Yeah. There is so many enclaves. There's enclaves. Do you know what enclaves are? Like little tribal uh, things. No. So there. So the borders between Pakistan and India, especially. Yeah. You know how like a border between the U.S. and Canada is like there's a line, and one side is Canada, one side is U.S. There's a lot of enclaves in Pakistan and in India uh-huh. where there are pockets of India in Pakistan. In Pakistan, and the other and way there are pockets of Pakistan in India, oh like God. little islands. They ne- oh, yeah. they never fully separated that the border. They, well, when they drew the, when the British were doing the borders, right? Because it was so arbitrary, like India and Pakistan, the, the Muslims and the Hindus were so intertwined. Yeah, yeah. That when they were doing the borders, it was very arbitrary. But then they'd be like, "Oh, there's a lot of Indians in this part of Pakistan, so this is still India." And then there be then there'd be like and it's called an enclave. And then within that enclave, there's sometimes are enclaves within enclaves. Oh, you know what? I do islands of Pakistan within island of India within Greater Pakistan. I think I have heard about these because sometimes kind of little dust up, little violent things happen around these enclaves. Yes, in both sides because of yes. the fact that they're still. Uh, why don't they just everybody just go cross over to the other side? Well, they don't want to. Some um, people don't want to leave. People are stubborn. Yeah. Especially Pakistani no. people <laughs> and Indian sense. people. It, well, India, Pakistan, yeah. There, there's also um, you could consider. I think Palestine's parts of their parts of Palestine are. Oh well, that whole thing is screwed up. Anyways, welcome yeah. to Nat Geo's geography cast <laughs> with the Jock and but Aaron. This is what happens when Rug Boy's <laughs> not on the show. We actually like start to discuss other things, and he doesn't hate on it because he's not here. 
Ruggs is hating on it while he's listening. Okay, look back yeah. to the trailer. Oh, sorry, we're talking about Spider-Man. what else did we see? Uh, you know, this whole identity thing also brings up the point that he's the only one in the MCU to have a secret identity, and I kind of. I did, it's just that always rubs me wrong because part of the fun of reading a story about a superhero is the secret identity. They've kind of ruined that whole thing. And now, mm-hmm. you know, they ruined it with Peter, but maybe he can get it back. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, he's ironically the or not ironically. I don't know if that's the right word, but he's the only one. He's the only secret identity guy in the MCU. Not anymore, but maybe he will be. Right. Well, that's what he wants back because it's ruining his family. Uh, and then let's talk about like we talked about uh, people found out Alfred DH, Alfred Molina. I thought he looked pretty good. It didn't look bad in that quick no, shot. Right bad. now he comes out and he says, hello, Peter. And it cuts to Tom Holland putting on the Iron Spider suit. You also notice Tom Holland in some of this is wearing the same gray jacket and tie. Toby Maguire was wearing, I think, in Spider-Man 3. Which is very curious. But why would this Doc Ock Alfred Molina from that universe say hello, Peter, to this Peter that looks nothing like the Peter Parker that he knows? Could he have be could he be actually saying it to the Toby Maguire Peter? Hmm. Good point. Right? Isn't that weird? I thought that was weird. Yeah, that is weird. Hmm, I don't even have a theory on why he would say hello, Peter, to someone that isn't Peter. He's either aware of the multiverse and that there are right. multiple people or he sees the Tobey Maguire Peter or and that's the other thing is they're going to obviously I hope they don't even put any of this in the trailer, whether Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire. No, they, they shouldn't. And they have to be in this, right? I mean, come on. Oh, shit. I feel like I, mean, I feel like the fans are, are almost willed like it, the fans of people will be disappointed. They wouldn't them. just do the villains. They got to put the fucking dudes. In. They have to. I'm saying 80 percent. They are in this fucking movie. I, I, I won't give it a percentage, but I definitely think they're in this movie. And if you don't show me in the trailer, that would be great. Don't show me that one thing. Please, fuck God. Just like you didn't have to show me. <laughs> please, fuck please, God. fuck God. You didn't have to show me that the Hulk talked in Thor Ragnarok. You could have saved that for the movie. It would have been amazing. Well, the thing is, I th- the only- here's why I think they might do it. Uh, boy, they need. It depends. They don't they get 355 how- million views. They don't need to fucking give away anything. It's, tr- it's true. It just it depends on the box office so of how Shang-Chi. Yes, and- yes. Eternals do and what the world looks like in December. Yeah. Like if it's still people are still weary about going to theater, maybe they'll be like, We gotta we gotta show it. And both these movies, Eternals it. and this movie, may shift to Disney release plus two. As of right now, it's still only well, in the theaters. Spider Man, I don't know if they can. Oh, that's a, a Sony, Sony thing. Oh shit. And Sony is has their shit on all all different platforms. Uh, yeah, so and Sony will have their stuff on Netflix and then eventually on Marvel. Oh, as well, I don't think Sony Disney. would like that because none of the Spider-Man movies are on the Disney Plus. Now that I think about, well, didn't they negotiate a deal? Yeah, I think so. Where eventually, like the, their first few, like first month or two, yeah. is on Netflix, and then they switch over to Disney. It's gonna be yeah, Disney Hulu. It's gonna be a forty-five day window for for this. Yeah. Okay, finally, last thing, and this is my, you know, overall my big criticism of the whole thing, is there's a lot fucking going on in this movie. If we're going to do, you know, all the Spider-Mans, the villains, the multiverse, setting this up, Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock, it's it's a little too big for a Spider-Man movie, and I'm really afraid that, like, is Spider-Man even going to be in the fucking movie? Like, is he just going to be in it for eight minutes, like, in, in The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the. Does it need to be this big for a fucking Spider-Man movie? The, I'm 
definitely pumped about the potential of getting these characters in this movie. Um, you know, especially Toby and Andrew Garfield. But the the mistake the bad Spider Man movies so far have made is they've been overstuffed, right? Yeah. Like Spider Man Three yeah. had too many things going on. People demanded that Venom was in it. That's not what Sam Raimi wanted. They put Venom in it and became a mess. Spider Amazing Spider Man Two thing they were trying to build Sinister Six. Yeah. Way too quick. Yeah. It's too overstuffed, two villains. Bad movie. Is this one overstuffed? We'll have to see. You know, it may be a thing where Feige is like, all right, we're going to use this movie to crack open, dig into the multiverse. And then Sony is like, and we want you to set up the Sinister Six. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, motherfuckers. <laughs> I think I, I have faith in Feige. I think this is going to be much more focused on Holland than it seems like. And that all this other stuff is just kind of revolving around him. I hope so. But we'll see. I mean, it definitely is. Uh, if he's putting in those characters, it's a definitely an arduous task to have potentially Sinister Six and characters from the old Spider-Man films and all that stuff. Oh, so. somebody's getting a booty call over there. That's my daily stretch. Oh, make sure uh, you alarm. get up and stretch. That's good. Always, listener, get up right now. Do some back twists, some some stretches. Good mornings. I don't know. Uh, I, I would love to see a smaller Spider-Man movie moving forward. Obviously, if this, like we talked about, if this is, is out, uh, you know, if this is Tom Holland's out of the MCU, I guess make it big. It's got to be big. It's the third one. But man, will we ever just get a nice, small, intimate, simple, straightforward Spider-Man? Just Spider-Man? I don't know. Also, <laughs> Flash has blonde hair now. You notice real quick in the background, he dyed his hair. And there's a rumor. Somebody said uh, this movie's clocking in in like 150 minutes, making it almost like Avengers Endgame length, the longest fucking Spider-Man movie, which if you're doing all this, it might need to be three hours. I don't know. <laughs> listener, let us know what your theories are. Join our Facebook group. You can join the conversation and meet all our awesome listeners. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. There's a link in the show notes. It is a closed private group just for you. We're all in there. You can chat with Rugboy and geek it up in our Facebook group. Uh, okay. I got one story that's uh, some crazy rumors, Anthony, about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, the well, sequel. Now, as with all rumors, take it with a grain of salt. But I also want to caution, as with all rumors, if they come true, they can become spoilers. So... Uh, proceed with caution. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This is why I put chapter bookmarks. If you don't want to get spoiled at all for Doctor Strange 2, you just got to hit forward. It'll go to the next thing. No problem. Hey, you want to hear this, right, Anthony? Let's hear it. Okay. So a rumor came out that in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Wanda, we know uh, uh, Maximoff, Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Olsen's going to be in there. Wanda will be facing off against a Fox Marvel character okay oh shit that's where it started now uh more rumors come out we find out that this could potentially be professor x geek boner that she is going to be uh fighting professor x and he will be introduced not only that variety's chris tapley has since strongly hinted that will it will be patrick stewart as uh, Professor X, which lines up to previous comments with Kevin Feige saying he has talked to Patrick Stewart. So this uh, at viewer Anon, who is the scooper on social media, has become kind of reliable, has said Wanda is the villain of the movie and she does have a confrontation with Xavier 
and Captain Carter. Geek Boner. Which we were expecting her to show up in live action, among others. Yeah, I think I said that last week. Captain Carter was going to be in. I read a rumor that she was going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, you did read that. Okay. Also, he says that they wanted Hugh Jackman for this role, and Hugh didn't want to do it. They wanted Wolverine to get killed by Wanda, Hmm. which would have been interesting. So Wanda is potentially the villain, huh? She is now. So where we left her off, she's in the astral world looking for her children or doing God knows what. She'll be the villain. She's going to have to face Hmm. off against Strange and. Professor Xavier, they're also saying that he's going to try to set up the Illuminati. Love the Illuminati. Remember the Illuminati? Love the, yeah, I like the Illuminati. Who was in the, uh, your traditional Illuminati group there? Oh, man. The Illuminati was Professor X, uh-huh. Doctor Strange. I'm doing this off memory. Doctor Strange, Dalla. Iron Man, T'Challa, Black Bolt. Namor. Namor. Steve. And then, no, Steve wasn't in the original. Steve Rogers he was in wasn't it in the Oh, yeah, because he was too goody two-shoes for them. Yeah, and um, Black Panther was going to be in it, but he thought it was, in the original version, he stood up and said this was basically a bad idea and he right. wouldn't join. I, I love the idea of this the secret group of powerful Marvel characters who will make the hard decisions. Who will, that no one else wants. That no one else, that's why you can't have Steve Rogers there. They will kill no. planets, universes to save all, one. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's a great, I mean, it's a great concept. Yeah. And they all represent, so... The thought was like Black Panther represented Wakanda, even though he didn't join. Namor represented Atlantis. Black Bolt represented the Inhumans. Professor X represented the mutants. Doctor Strange represented magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Iron Man represented like humans, like the Avengers. Avengers and then, yeah. oh, and then Miss Reed Richards was also. In oh, that's right. You gotta have Fantastic Reed, who's super smart. Yeah, yeah. You just have all the smartest, most uh, pragmatic minds together. And yeah, it's a uh, great. They've done some fucked up shit too, which is kind of yeah. fun to read. But this scooper says in this that the the Illuminati they're setting up will consist of Professor X, Captain Carter, hmm. Balder the Brave. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. Either. Monica Rambo and Mordo. Huh. This seems. Hmm. Seems like a lot. Yeah, that's kind of weird. See, I don't know. I don't know if I truly believe all this first off patrick stewart's 81 years old oh god yeah but i guess they might be filming it now so hopefully they get it in knock out and then they can just de-age him yeah the only thing is uh this illuminati i don't know first off yeah we don't know who ball who's baller i don't know who baller the brave is and how do you set up all these people in this fucking doctor strange movie when all this other shit is happening and monica rambeau has like just been set up in the mcu but i wouldn't have thought of her character as as being someone that would be in the Illuminati. Like, I don't know if she's built up a, a you, you wouldn't like look at her and be like, Oh, she's a, a person of authority that would definitely get, be a part of the Illuminati. Well, they may be setting up her being a bigger character for like in the Marvel's movie. Yeah. She's in that. Yeah. She's in that. So we'll see, but that's a, that's a weird one. But if this professor X thing comes true, Holy shit. Oh shit. Uh, this would be the introduction of mutants and they would use the multiverse to do it and it would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Make a lot of sense. Can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. I'll tell you how it goes. Uh it goes this way, listener. You go Where's it going? You're gonna go, you're gonna visit jockinair.com slash shop, and you're gonna buy a lovely niche podcast t shirt with a jock and nerd logo. Jock and nerd. And then you're gonna go out into the world and spread the geekery. Uh, check it out. We got lots of fun things. 
sales all the time. Dragonair.com slash shop. Okay. Last thing in the news. Let's finish up with this. The big thing, obviously, uh, Shang-Chi coming out this week. Geek boner. The day after the show posts, actually. On the Thursday, September 2nd, Friday, September 3rd, whatever. Uh, it is still Rotten Tomatoes score is now 91%. I believe that's, wow. I believe that's where it still was. Uh, now out of 126 reviews, 7.6 out of 10. So nice. it's still holding a pretty uh, fresh tomato meter rating. Now, Anthony, here's my yeah. question. Let's do this. Yeah. Suicide Squad, the last comic book movie to come out, R rated, open to 26 million domestic box office. Not the best. Uh, Black Black Widow. Lame. Black Widow, before (laughs) that, in July, after the delay and the suing and everything, opens to $80 million. Oh, shit. Domestic. A lot better opening. All right. Mm -hmm. With all that being said, and the fact that Shang-Chi is a brand new MCU character we've never seen before, there's really no big names acting wise in the movie. Mm -hmm. It is only in theaters. Right, mm-hmm. but there is a Delta variant. Mm-hmm. But it, it's Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. so you're getting the four days. All that being said, how much does this make domestic opening weekend? Your prediction: fifty million. Oh shit! Oh shit! I think it will do, and that'll be considered good because first off, we have COVID Delta variant. Labor Day weekend is actually a shit weekend to open up because a lot of people take that as like the last weekend of the summer to They're go out and away, travel and do something. Yeah. But what's going for it, I think there's the Marvel cachet. Granted, it's a new character. But Free Guy, it's opening weekend, made almost $30 million, oh. which is more. And Free Guy was one of the only movies that had come out that was exclusively for theaters. So I think this being exclusive to theaters, Marvel cachet, Good rate, good reviews. I think this will do better than the Suicide Squad. And then you had F nine opening at uh, seventy million. But the, what F nine had going for it is like I think a lot of people had been pent up and wanted to see something. I, I don't know what the I can't I can't get a pulse on what people want to do with the the variant out. Uh, fifty million. You say no. I think if it does fifty million, I think I'm going to be does, optimistic. Yeah, no. If it does that, it's it's. Uh, I think that's a success. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get real specific. I'm gonna go forty eight point five. Oh wow. shit! Forty eight point five. Somewhere split the difference between that twenty six and that eighty. Um, who knows? This is an experiment. Not in that way, Simulu. We already went over this. <laughs> Simu, that's just, not what Bob get your panties in a bunch about this. We're not saying this is gonna be interesting. Criticizing you. No, and I think, uh, you know, it's reviewed well. Everyone seems to say it's a great fun ride. So I can't wait to see it. Don't forget to record your instant reaction for the Patreon. We haven't oh, done that in a while. Text me. Text okay. me. Yeah. Okay. I I would say, as Bob Chapek would say, it is an interesting experiment because I'm very curious to see what a Marvel movie during COVID that isn't day and date release on Disney Plus. With a new character. With a new character. Yeah. What does that do? What normally this movie, you could expect it to still do well because Marvel's just built up their brand. But will it do well in this circumstance? Time will tell. And it's only out for it's only going to be in theaters for forty five days. Well, I mean, it'll be in there longer, but after forty five days, you'll be able to watch it, stream it. Yeah, right. There you go. That's what I meant. Again, this is not you know Black Widow had the Scarlett Johansson effect. You know, we wanted that that. this is going to be interesting, and I think then Eternals will be interesting to see what they do with it, and 
Spider-Man, the movie that has the potential to make a billion dollars in normal time, will be another interesting test. And that's like so far away, even though it's just December. Mm. Anything can happen between now and then. Let's take a quick break here, play some promos. We'll come back and ponder another What If? Episode 3 review right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like Florida Man? Do you like crazy shit? Do you like titties and strip clubs? Why are you laughing? Because I do. You know I do. <laughs> this is the show for you. We're the Hashtag No Offense Show. I'm the uh, Duchess. That's the Duchess. That's my lovely wife. My name is Chris, and we talk about all that stuff. In addition to our daily lives as parents, what we're watching on TV, mm-hmm. current events, anything that we could try to talk about to make you laugh. Look for us on the web at htnos.com. All the socials at HTNOS and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're available everywhere. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But we wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake on this highly produced advertisement. That's right. It's the History of Bad Ideas, a.k.a. Hobie. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. And on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. But if you like a podcast uh, roundtable with three to five guests, usually every week, depending on sick leave, uh, talking about all things geek, including movies, TV. I ain't getting paid for this shit. Blake bitching about something and ranting, uh, and comic books and anything else that we can think of. We have a top five list every week along with a box office news, and somehow we have listeners, so they send us some feedback we answer every week. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Spotify, and any good podcast app, because if you can't find us on that podcast app, it's not a good podcast app. Damn straight. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Listener, if you have been enjoying the show, now is a great time to join our fan club, visit jockandnerd.com slash support jockandnerd, where you can support the show on a monetary basis, monthly, annually. You can give us a tip, a donation, and there's tiers where everybody gets things for as little as $3 a month. You get access to a bonus RSS feed uh, that has exclusive content, instant reactions, pre-shows. There's going to be a great story about uh, the jock in a high-rise building. Uh, this week on the Patreon. And there will also be instant reactions to uh, Shang-Chi from me and Anthony, if he remembers. And maybe from Rugboy, if he remembers. I'll remind him. But that's the kind of bonus content you get. $3 and up. $5 a month and up. Everyone gets Discord uh, benefits. You have access to our exclusive Patreon-only listener Discord server, where we are hosting monthly hangouts, usually on the last Thursday of every month. We just did one. The next one, everyone, mark your calendar. Pay attention. It will be Thursday, September 30th, 8 p.m. Central. That is the last Thursday in September. We just did one. And you mentioned earlier, Anthony, we had a fantastic conversation about the Spider-Man trailer and just fun hanging out. And I actually got all you fuckers there, you and Rugboy. We were all there. Unbelievable. What did you think? I thought it was uh, interesting. I mean, I did enjoy my time with uh, with everybody. I found the Discord when you shared the movies yeah. or the videos to be a little slaggy, okay. a little slow. We'll work on that. I just figured out how to share the video with audio. I got that fucking working. 
Mm-hmm. I will work on the. That was fun. I, yeah. I I enjoyed um, Jose Ibarra, who's not from Guatemala. We learned he's not. He's from California. Uh, Daryl yeah. K. Yeah, was on. Daryl was there. Uh, Blake. Yeah, Blake Miss Braden was on. Blake Braden was there. Blake Braden and then also the Lisa Morrison, our who's badass. our resident. Yeah, our resident female, just overall badass and uh, responsible for kicking people out of the jocular nation. <laughs> We had a wonderful time. Uh, come hang out with us. So join us next month. We we have one every month. So five dollars. Uh, Lenny, a month. if you're listening, I want Lensations on the next one. Listen, Lensations. If you're free, we'll I'll we'll make a special exception and get you in uh, to hang out with us. Oh, is he not contributing five bucks? I don't think. Uh, let me check. I will check. I don't remember. <laughs> I, if he, he he knows if, he knows if, if he, he is, does, he would have got the message that hey, you were invited to this thing that I send out uh, every month. So. Yeah, but he might be doing a live drawing. He, so yes. Len, Lenny Romero, Lensations on Instagram, yeah, he's a, does a lot of art. Sometimes he does live drawings. He's very talented, too. Very talented guy. Plugging him right now. Follow him Go on s- Instagram. Check out his art. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's also on the West Coast. It's early. Whatever. We'll figure it out. But it's they're a lot of fun, and we share videos, and we just geek out, and everyone's cool. So, jockinner.com slash Patreon. Join up today. Let's get to this week's review. It is What If... Episode three, season one, episode three. This one titled, What If the World Lost Its Mightiest Heroes? Here is your spoiler alert. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It is be spoiled. Uh, this one, returning voice cast, you largely have many of the Avengers from the movie. I'm just going to point out the oddballs that uh, are are replacing some people. Uh, as Lisa Morrison mentioned, you have during the Discord, she pointed out you have we have the fantastic Lake Bell, uh, as the voice of Natasha Romanoff. Lake Bell does the voice of Poison Ivy on that Harley Quinn show. That it's really good, uh, so that's why it sounded familiar. And she's she's done a bunch of things. Uh, you have a dude named Mick Winger voicing Tony Stark, and I also thought he did a pretty good job as the Tony yeah. Stark. I think he's done them in cartoons. I think so. Think so. Uh, and the other notable thing, I wish Rugs was here because we had an animated fucking Frank Grillo. Oh shit! As Brock Rublo <laughs> in the episode, Rugboy's favorite actor of all time. He got to see him and hear him in animation, and then uh, a surprise appearance by Betty Ross, not voiced by was it Liv Tyler? That one, Liv, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Yeah. This is Stephanie Panisiello voicing Betty Ross, but everyone else: Tom Hiddleston, Mark Ruffalo, Jeremy Renner, Clark, Greg, fucking Coulson. Remember, I was like, I want Colson back. Well, holy shit, I got me some Colson this episode. Uh, Anthony, overall thoughts on this one before we kind of dive in. This one's premise basically being, what if all the Avengers got killed before they could be- become the Avengers? That's the basic premise, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. It's if you've read Samuel or Samuel, Nick Fury's Big Week or one, whatever it's called. Yeah, Fury's Big Week, which is a prequel comic book. Sure. Right. Right. That if you read that prior to Avengers, you would know that Iron Man two, Incredible Hulk, and Thor all happen within one week of each other. One crazy week, and that's where Fury basically assembles the Avengers. But in this one, before he even has a chance to assemble the Avengers, there's someone that is knocking them off one by one before he can do that. Uh, what'd you think uh, overall in terms of like this is now the third one we had mixed reactions to the first two right right yeah i mean I, the first one not my favorite kind of a, a soft opening was expecting a little more from what if 
Second one, as we talked about last week, lots of fun. Although it had some flaws in terms of its writing, I thought it was awesome, very entertaining. This one, more awesome than the first one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. more you know, more so awesome. Not as fun as the second one, yeah. but uh, still very interesting. I like the idea of it. Just you, just killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like every character just gets killed. You know, right away, and you just you. Like, what the fuck is going the, on? Yeah, what the fuck's going on? It's kind of a, a murder mystery type thing. Um, I enjoyed it. It's it's a it was a lot more. You know, you don't really see in a lot of these MCU films the heroes die, and then for them to just be like, yeah, we're killing all of them. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, in this yeah. basically all of them in this episode. It was just you know it's just a different. It just was crazy as well. I, I I like when they go crazy. Yeah. And it's not something we've seen in the MCU. That's a so. crazy, fun, risky thing. I, you know what? The first time I watched it, I was like, eh, it's all right. It didn't really grab me. I just thought it was okay. I watched it uh, a second time, and I kind of appreciated it more. And I love the way it's jumping through his week, and it's going through the movies, Iron Man 2 and Hulk and Thor. And things are different, and things are similar, and there's some fun reveals about this universe. Uh, and this is not... To be clear, I found out, I guess this is not, you know, we saw Coulson and, uh, I'm sorry, Fury and Clint at the end of the first one when Captain Carter pops out of the portal, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't even that version of them. This is another version, right? Right, right, right. right. Completely. Yep. So, yep. so I love how it opens on Monday and it opens uh, Fury's big week in Iron Man 2 with the fucking Tony Stark in the donut and everything and refusing to join the Avengers and then uh, she stabs him with the thing and then he just fucking dies. Uh, and I love how you hear the beginning of the Avengers speech in the car and then she like cuts him off, uh, which is, which is kind of fun. So right away you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right they just that. killed Tony Stark. Right. Uh, and then we get to see Coulson, Clark Gregg returning is fabulous. And Natasha is accused of killing Stark. And this is where you meet Frank Grillo. Now, this fucking scene in the truck, she's arrested and she busts out of this truck. I thought this fucking scene was great. I thought the the action was great. The really rapid fire punches uh, kind of reminded me of who does that? Like Captain America kind of does that. What the the real what scene is the, this? in the in the truck when she breaks out and she's given like the real quick jabs back and forth oh, yeah, and kicking. Was, I mean that's that's clear. Yeah, Captain America, Black Widow too. Any any of that uh, Russo. St- action from like winter soldier and all that it was it was very reminiscent of that was a great scene i thought uh that was that was some good action i will say still throughout this whole thing have you noticed the mouth animation is really weird yeah you know i didn't get too caught up in it but i did notice a few times where the mouth is moving and it's like that's not how the words would form out of the lips it looks really strange and the lips are floating around sometimes and like mm-hmm. it just looks awkward i don't know what's going on Mm. Uh, and then we cut to, you know, I love how they have the post credit scene with the hammer in the desert and Clint's there and the great, I love this slide where he's talking about nobody can lift the hammer and Clint's like, no one can lift it, not even Jackson. And he does CrossFit and can't move <laughs> the fucking hammer. You know, when, I, when he said that, I was like, Thor came out in 2011. CrossFit was a thing. Oh, yeah. Was CrossFit a big, but were people making references like that? I don't think they were making references. It was kind of like mid to early CrossFit. That was early CrossFit. Was early days, CrossFit. Right? Yeah. I, so, I think it goes back a few more years, too. I think that one, they, I think they, they overthought that one. Dude, that's when I got into it was around that time. 2011. In 2011? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you're an OG. I was crossfitter. OG CrossFit. Yeah, that's when my sister like turned me on. You were dropping barbells on your head before anyone before else. Before anybody was. knew what a box jump was, motherfucker. You were scraping your fucking knees. <laughs> I bet I could lift that hammer. Probably not. I do CrossFit. You, 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 you well. <laughs> you are worthy of something. I'm Can you imagine <laughs> you picked up the fucking hammer and you would turn into less? This guy amazing. is worthy of me as Thor would be amazing. You would you you would your shoes would be curl like have the toes that curl up or or like, like a, a he man thing where like I become big. No. I have the power now. No, you oh, turn into Aladdin. You, is that what you're saying? Yeah, That's racist. Turn oh shit! From <laughs> your part of the world, right? The dude from live action Aladdin. Yes. <laughs> There's a fucking uh, my prayer rug starts flying. What? I didn't, I didn't even know I owned one. The fuck is this? Uh, I love the moment Thor shows up, right? And he's taking everyone out. And Coulson is like, "We got somebody, and he's really hot. He's got great hair." And then he, Coulson is like, "No, that's an accurate description." <laughs> and then Hawkeye accidentally kills them before he can pick up the fucking hammer, changing that movie, right? And now that one that was crazy. That, at that point, when that happened, I went. I actually didn't realize. I, I was like, "Did someone else shoot the arrow?" I it didn't it dawn to me that the arrow slipped. still came out of Hawkeye's butt. Yeah, yeah, initially I thought it, it slipped, came behind him or something, mm-hmm. but his hand slipped. So then, you know, this starts to get a little predictable as you start to think about, well, who do we know that could do these things and be unseen, right? And it, it becomes a little more clear as it moves on. Well, see, I was an idiot throughout the entire really? show. I was, I was dumb i was like who is doing this i don't know who's going okay. on even when they mentioned later hope yeah, when they like, say oh, hope, hope i was like whatever. oh fuck of course so it was kind of predictable but it's still cool the reveal was cool anyway so another funny scene that they kind of did from like guardians of the galaxy where thor's on the table and colson's like wow even while rotting he smells like lavender and they're just smelling <laughs> the fucking body of thor it's fantastic <laughs> i mean it's a little it's a little cheesy that they like it would be like it's a little nonsensical that they'd be like he still smells like like as he's dead but uh it was funny. He's like wow, he does. Uh <laughs> and then we go to the 2008 Ed Norton Hulk movie as Betty Ross is back. The first I think appearance of her anywhere since then. Right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It was yeah and I mean I mentioned this on the Discord but seven people were there. This is the That's first time they've really gone back you know, other than having uh, General Ross in some of the movies, they've gone back and acknowledged Incredible Hulk, and but they it was they had Betty Ross there, and they had the, them in Virginia at that college, and but that, then they yeah. subbed Bruce, they subbed that Mark Ruffalo's version the, of Bruce Banner. That was kind of weird that it got retconned, and but it's animation, so you're like, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's saying lines he said, you know, when he first met Natasha, but now this is the 2008 Hulk movie, and they do the whole scene, and that part is fantastic too. Uh, you see, he's got the same pizza delivery outfit. Remember, that's how she she's looking around the room. You see the red pizza delivery hat that he, Ed Norton had in that mm-hmm. movie, and like all those clues line up. It's fucking amazing. So Betty Ross is the one that leads Natasha to uh, to the clue of there was some nanotech in the thing. But that scene when Hulk gets killed, where he expands and pops like a pimple, was fucking oh shit! It was a little disturbing. <laughs> because I didn't expect him to burst like that. And then, like, there was no guts. It was just, like, green smoke, because I guess it's Disney and it's a cartoon. I don't know. Yeah, so he just... And then, yeah, you don't see all the matter go everywhere. But that was disturbing. So we, we'll, we'll get to how that happened. We'll find out, because I have a question about that. That shouldn't have all happened. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then, in the meantime, uh, Loki arrives on Earth with an Asgardian army looking to avenge Thor's death and he is not the king of asgard because thor is dead he says he's the king of asgard 
uh, and you see Lady Sif and the Warriors three, and there's a destroyer. I loved all these little details. I liked that. Yeah. I liked the the detail of if, if they killed Thor, the Asgardians would come and like full army. To yeah, revenge, they're like, revenge fuck, we want the body, and I need the hammer, and what the fuck happened? Right here. So then Natasha's scene where she's uh, looking up who recently looked up Shield files last. This is where she gets the clue. Um, she is attacked mysteriously. This one, though, you don't see a body or anything. I thought that was weird, even though there is a coffin at the end. Mm-hmm. She may not be dead, actually. Yeah, that was a little. I, even then, I was still like, "What's going on?" I still yeah, realized like, it was fucking. Still, she's getting Ant-Man. thrown around by something that you I can't th- see. I thought it was ghost. I was like, "This is an oh, odd choice." Well, but we that's you're on the right line there. Yeah, we have ghost from Ant Man and the Wasp is the villain. You are you are on the you are on the right track there. It's yeah. Great technology. And then another great bit. We find out fucking Coulson's shield password, and it's hashtag Steve Steve Steve. I love Steve. Oh seven oh four. <laughs> it's it's oh, oh seven oh four is Steve's birthday the fourth of July Steve Rogers <laughs> it's fucking hilarious I mean that that's been a running thing where he's just obsessed with Steve I love it I love it yeah uh, and then uh, yeah, she leaves that message it's all about hope at that point I was like oh Hope Van Dyne of course it's a fucking shrinky thing it's gonna be one of them I didn't know exactly who but uh I, you know we learn that uh, you see isabella's diner from thor which is kind of cool that's where fury's hanging out and you see captain marvel's pager uh and then fury visits loki first and then finally confronts in the cemetery in san francisco a fucking old mad hank pym wearing the yellow jacket outfit he used to be yellow jacket in the comics yep and he is mad because uh hope in this reality is dead and he blames shield he blames them for killing his wife too i think now what's interesting is fury first of all fury is acting weird and there's a reason for that but he tells hank hope was killed on a mission in odessa where have we heard this odessa mission before this is where the black widow uh met winter soldier for the first time Mm. remember she mentions and he wounds her so in this reality, instead of Bucky wounding Natasha, Winter Soldier fucking kills Hope Van Dyne, who's probably sent on that mission instead ah, of Natasha. Makes sense. That was the uh, Nexus event, though, that changes I, the course yes, of history. I hope Van Dyne dying would be the Nexus event. That was right. what went different. And like this one, it was kind of confusing because it wasn't like an explicit. Here's here's the moment that changed everything. And I was kind of confused. I was like, Hope is dead. How? What? And then they explain it. So it was a little clunky, but. And then, you know, Fury's completely out of character and he's jumping around like he's got superpowers. This is what I, this one I, I'm not a dummy on. I knew okay. it was Loki. Obviously. Yeah, because Loki's pulled this trick before where he's a duplication cast. And uh, what I think, what was it? Was it in Avengers where he did the thing where there was a bunch of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the was the original, the original Thor, actually. Oh, it was in the first Thor and they're laughing yep. just like yep. uh, he reveals to Hank Pym. Uh, but that, that scene was cool because he's just fucking smacking down Hank. Uh, left yeah, or right. He, he's just smacking him out of the air even when he turns little. So then Pim goes and he admits to killing everyone. He was in the injector uh, in Tony Stark's neck. He went into Clint's ear and did something <laughs> un- unclear. He threw an enlarging disc at the Hulk's heart. Now, here's a question. Can we pause for a second? Because Sure. Didn't did Ruffalo talk about this at Banner, Bruce Banner at Banner, Bruce Banner talk about how he can't even kill himself. How he could 
he, if he puts a gun in his mouth, the big green guy comes out and spits out the bullet. Yeah, you know, I I didn't put much thought to it because I, I think this shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I think like, just the fact that he was so small, he was able to put something in his. I, I imagine he put something in his like growth hormone that just let him grow un- uncontrollably. Well, I guess if you're going to enlarge the heart and maybe it's just pumping blood faster and then it changes his physiology that we can't, I don't know, thinks it's organic. I mean, there's people in the world that have gigantism. Yeah, they, with giant they, hearts or giant organs. Everything just grows uncontrollably. And if it's not, uh, that gland isn't operated on, they'll just they'll die. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they'll burst. but they'll, Well, <laughs> they'll, they'll enlarge like Hulk. Right. right. Uh, and then the whole thing ends with we find out Loki goes to the UN and very easily just kind of takes over the world. He's like, you people need a ruler. This is what you've been craving. I'm here. So had this he makes happened, the speech that he was making to the Germans, uh, Germans in, in, the, in, yeah, in uh, Avengers. Yeah, he was going to take them over. And now so that's funny. And then at the end, you see Fury find Captain America's shield just like he does in the movie. Except this time, fucking another captain, Captain Marvel. Shows up next to him. Oh, that wasn't Brie Larson's voice either. That was somebody no, else. One line. But yeah, he's forming the Avengers with Mar- Captain Marvel Captains. and Captain America. Yeah, the, the two cap- he, captains. Th- so that's what would happen. That's all he's got left. Everybody else right. is fucking dead. Maybe Natasha's alive. We didn't see her body. So yeah. Maybe this is the start of him making the multiversal Avengers. Well, I think from this one, like every episode, I think someone's joining this final episode, this Guardians of the Multiverse. So we got mm-hmm. Captain Carter. Last episode, definitely T'Challa Star-Lord is joining them. Mm-hmm. This one, I think it's Fury is going to be hmm. the guy that's going to join these guys. Maybe supervise. What, are, what is it called? The Guardians of the Multiverse? The Guardians of the Multiverse. Hmm. It's going to be the last episode of What If. Hmm. And listener, you've already watched the, the next episode because it's out now. But overall, I mean, fun they did take some risks. It wasn't as wacky as fun as last episode, but it was still pretty fucking wacky and crazy. Uh, but they're still just going through the movies. Do you and, want a, a spoiler for who uh, the Guardians in the Multiverse are? Or no? Spoiler alert. Let's do it. I already right. named, I named three Before, of them. I'm warning you. This is just a poster that I found online. I'm not sure how reliable this is, okay. although it looks pretty reliable. Rumor, okay. Captain Carter. Yeah. T'Challa Star-Lord. Yeah. I believe this looks like Black Widow. Okay, see, she's not dead. Thor. Which Thor? Oh, Male Thor. Yeah, but okay. Doctor Strange looking real evil. Okay, there's an evil strange thing coming up. That might Gamora. be the next episode. Oh. And Killmonger. Oh, I can't. Oh, because there's like, what if Tony Stark was saved by Killmonger episode? And then the Watcher is standing above all of them. Ooh, I like that. Geek you know what? I'm, I'm, I think I'm down with that if that's how it turns out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's it's a leaked poster, it looks like, but we'll so see. So that all tracks, because I believe in an episode we're going to see like an evilly looking Doctor Strange. I Maybe we'll see. I don't know about the Gamora. There's going to be a Gamora-centric episode. There's definitely Killmonger is showing up later. What's the next? I think the next episode's a Thor one. Hold on. Let's see if we can find out. It's a Doctor Strange-centric episode. I think, I think the one where he's a Sorcerer Supreme already. Uh-huh. Okay, like so what if Doctor Strange is a Sorcerer Supreme? That is yeah. what we're getting. Huh. Uh, that'll be interesting. So they're going to go back to the strange movie and fuck things. Yeah, it looks like it. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm interested. All right. Well, it's out now, listener. You've probably seen it. You've probably seen it. You're listening to us. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're probably fools. like, these fools. What about fucking Doctor Strange? I already watched it. Switched days. And to then be Marvel, take advantage. Fu- listen, Marvel yeah. fucked us. Yes. 
Marvel Marvel said, Jock and Nerd Podcast, fuck you. How dare you do this to us? Fuck That's Marvel. what I was thinking. And then this is what Marvel said. I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. <laughs> God damn it, Marvel. Okay. Fuck you, Marvel. Uh, let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> By the way, I'm already seeing. Oh wait, somebody's got. Come on. It stinks. Oh it's wow, flapper. Stinks. It stinks. It's a loose one. Yeah, go ahead. I'm already seeing images of this potential guardians of the multiverse, and oh. there's different characters than the ones I already told you. So oh, I'm not shit. sure how reliable oh. that poster is that I told you about. Ooh, well, this team could easily change roster the way that's set up. But uh, yeah. we're so in we'll the. See. We'll see. We're in the multiverse now, fuckers. We're in the end game now. We're in the end game now. So Jess Rivera just posted this like minutes before oh, we started. Good recording. old Jesse. Our buddy Jess Rivera. Uh, it is a picture from Disney that they posted on their from Marvel, posted on their Facebook. The photo is there's a, a TV screen, and on the screen is a calendar, the top half of a calendar. On top of the calendar, it says WandaVision. It does not say a month. This month is showing the first two weeks. The month starts on Wednesday, the 1st. Friday, the 10th of this month, there is a heart drawn around it. Oh, shit. Okay. We just talked about how they told us the fucking trailer release date for the Spider-Man trailer in fucking WandaVision. And we all missed it. They told us we missed it. Friday the 10th. Now, I looked it up. These are the possible dates. There is a Friday the 10th coming up in September. The next Friday the 10th is in December. And then the next one after that is June 10th, 2022. So I don't think mm. it's I don't think it's that one. We're, and this poster just came out today. Yeah. They just posted huh. this. Nine, Marvel post. And something so, 10. So Jess, Jess wrote 910. What could it mean? He is guessing September 10th because there is, but there's also a December. Oh, you know what? Now I'm going back to the Facebook group and his post, this image that I grabbed, Mm -hmm. it says this post is not available anymore. Hmm. Holy shit. Did I just spoil something? Did we get something? The picture is something coming out. November. It's November. September, September 10th. 10th. The picture is gone. Uh, If you're here's the thing, listener, if you're looking at your podcast app, I have the photo up in the podcast app, so uh, we all saw it. Marvel. So yeah, we were ahead of the Holy game. Holy shit! They took it down. They took it down. Wow! Well, this is all what? much ado about nothing. It's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. It's a big misdirect. So I don't know. He posted that, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" And because I, I was going to talk about the calendar and Wandavision. Uh, I, so William Salgado did post an interesting comment on this before they took it down. He said multiverse on Loki changed everything, so it's affecting WandaVision storyline. Now we just got to see what's new in it. And I was like, wait, could they be giving us like another episode? Or we talked about how they could insert episodes in between because there was many more episodes of the TV show that they watched in the show that we didn't see. So uh, is is it WandaVision related? Is there a new piece of content for WandaVision? This is crazy. This, yeah, I don't know. This is a, I thought WandaVision was a one and done thing. I don't see how you can do a second epi- season of the WandaVision. So. Yeah, this is interesting. I don't know. 
Hmm. We'll see. Maybe somebody fucked up. And clearly, somebody fucked up and was posted something when they weren't supposed to. Or, yeah, I guess. I don't. Honestly, don't even know what to make of it. Uh, like what? What? November the tenth. Fuck's sake, man! You're amateur. It just seems weird. Like WandaVision's done, right? There's nothing. Why would the tenth? Like what? What is it? Old promo material? I don't know. Will they announce that there is a second season? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, moving on. Remember, I told you about uh, our Twitter listener at Scottimus Rex, who is digging into the back catalog. Yeah, I remember right? that guy and tweeting out random things from episodes that we don't remember. I love it. Right? I got some more for you. Uh, here you go. Scottimus Rex says, "Great discussion on Pulp, Shawshank, and Gump in episode 328." Remember that one? That was great. Mm, yeah, that was a good episode. That was when I gave a shit about movies. Right. That was back when you had Oscar Anthony. What happened? Yeah, that was Oscar. That was uh, Oscar. That was, uh, Anthony. Uh, Oscar Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Bro, do you even podcast? What happened to Oscar Anthony? They, I what? haven't seen him in months. No, he's he, that guy's been replaced with <laughs> Party Boy. <Anthony. laughs> Let me tell you. They, guy. You, they both can't exist at the same time is the problem. Oh. <laughs> if they both exist at the same time, the world just it, spontaneously will combust. Jesus. Oscar Anthony, also R- Roman, Roman Polanski Anthony. That Anthony should never exist. That is a, a bad variant Anthony, Roman Polanski Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked up what he's what he's known for yet? I don't think you want to be associated yeah. with the Roman plants. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> Anyways, these are like variant Anthony's in the multiverse now. You realize? Yes. That? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, Scott says, to be Roman Polanski. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he said uh, he watched Pulp Fiction in the cinema on release. So did I, Scott Rex. He said the thing that told me this was subversive was when Vincent takes off his shoes and he has a hole in his sock. Small thing, but says a lot. I like that. Uh, next comment. This one's interesting. He says, sad there's a what the fuck happened episode for Dark Knight Rises. That movie doesn't belong in the same world as Catwoman, Howard the Duck, hmm. Spider-Man 3, etc. In my opinion, I love the Nolan Batman trilogy and think it had a huge influence on later action and superhero movies. Now, Anthony, he has a point. It doesn't belong with those movies, but it does kind of belong in the what the fuck uh, happened area. Sure. Yeah, I, w- I would go. It doesn't. It's not obviously Catman. It's not that bad. No, it's not Catwoman bad. But it is one of the more disappointing films of all time for superhero films because you had the Dark Knight, you had obviously Heath Ledger had gone, but you you hired Tom Hardy to be Bane. You had all these things. It's, it's Christopher Nolan. It's the end of his trilogy, and yeah. for it to be written so poorly i think was was I mean, why we had had to do a what the fuck huge leaps in logic and shit don't make sense and batman's in it for eight minutes in the costume and it's, it's one of nolan's worst films if, if he didn't come out with tenant i think dark knight rises oh would be god you got tenant up there at the bottom too huh oh i hate tenant <laughs> tenant is a weird one yes Tenant sucks but yes it is a like probably one of his nolan's worst movies and there was a lot of anticipation after the Dark Knight. Yeah, it was uh, just a severely disappointing movie. Yeah. Still, but has really great things. For example, Scott Mus Rex tells us what he likes about it. He said, I enjoy it, I think, because Batman feels in peril in a way we don't see in Begins or Dark Knight. Joker, Scarecrow, and Roz might put Gotham citizens in danger, but Batman will always be able to beat them once he gets his mitts on them. In Rises, I worried Bane had the best of him. I can see that because he did I like fucking that, and I, I agree. I like cracked his fucking like, cowl open. Well, I liked the I liked the casting. I was a big proponent of they should do Bane because Bane 
especially in the in the original story, was not only physically superior, but his mental equal. He could play the game just as well. Like in that Bane comic um, where he was debuted. Nightfall, yeah. Where he Nightfall, does it, yeah. He, he releases all the Arkham villains, and, yeah. but it gets Batman tired. Because Batman has to go round them up and then takes advantage of Batman. And then just snaps his back. Breaks his back. All right. So yeah. he's an ultimate strategist along with being um, his match physically. So there, that's in the writing. In this one, they you got him. They dumbed him down and did the reveal at the end with uh, Talia. Well, yeah, and, then, and then it's fucking, he's the, the guy that rescued Talia out of the goddamn pit. And that makes him like 80, 100 years old. Slight exaggeration. But yeah. yeah, you know. The whole thing. But it's a, it was a good episode. Uh, but thanks, God, Miss Rex. Keep uh, checking out the back catalog. You're getting to the the 1990. The, we did what three episodes with four movies from 1999 each. I'm curious to know what he thinks of those. Those were fun. Those were fun. Yeah, those 90s episodes. Yeah, that was crazy. There's so many great movies in 1999. All right, let's finish up with some. What are we watching, Anthony? You watching anything? I'm trying to think. No. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I did. Oh, oh here's what I watched. Yeah, I watched. I I fucking got sold. I watched Jake Paul fight Tyron Woodley oh, this past week. How did that go? I bought the damn pay per view. Oh, no, okay. And uh, I'll admit they did a great job selling the fight. They fucking sold the shit out of me. I watched the fight. Um, I wouldn't say I was disappointed in throwing away my money, um, but. The fight was just eh. It's not entertaining. I'm, not good. It was it was it, it was entertaining, but it was also very, very low level boxing. Okay. And Tyron Woodley is a great UFC champion, but he's past his prime and this was his first fight in boxing and Jake Paul's I mean, he's just he's he's taking the sport seriously, I could say that, but he's still a very low level boxer. He's so. a YouTuber also? He is a he is a YouTuber. Is that his has brother, become, the brother YouTuber. They're both they're both YouTubers. And they're both boxers. And they're both now <laughs> boxing, yeah. Jesus. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Stay in your lane, fucking Logans. What are you doing? Well, you know, I, I the know. only thing I, the only thing I can give them credit for, I saw, I read an interview where Jake Paul was like, basically, he was basically saying like, I, I have to parlay out of social media. Because, ah, interesting. Okay, because that's smart. Then. Social media content creation, you're only as good as your last video. So yeah, like, yeah. you're always trying to come up with ideas for your next video. And you're it just you keep you're just running in circles because the oh, only well. time you'll ever get paid is if you make another video. But to make another video, you know you got to come up with an idea. And it's just, so he was like, I'm trying to parlay this into other things, wow. and boxing is one of the things he's been doing. Well, I'll give him credit for actually having some forethought. So one of them is more serious about the boxing than the other. I would say Jake Paul is more serious okay. about the boxing okay. than Logan. Okay, Logan is I think the more popular one overall, but I think Jake Paul is getting. On his level, almost. Does he have potential if he keeps doing these no. fucking matches. Can he do something? No, no I mean he's never going to be like a champion boxer. But if he keeps handpicking opponents, okay, that I mean he's clearly he's smart. His the guys he's fought, he's fought he fought an amateur fight against a YouTuber. Then his first pro fight was against a YouTuber. Then he fought a, a basketball player. Oh, then he fought a UFC fighter oh. Ben Askren, who was like the worst striker in the world in yeah. boxing. And okay. then he fought Tyron Woodley, who. Basically, I mean, Tyron Woodley basically could have should have won the fight if he just would have thrown more punches. Wait, wasn't Tyron Woodley the guy that was supposed to be in Spider-Man Far From Home and then got fired or something? Oh, I don't know. About I think that. he was. I don't know about that. He turned down a role. Hold on. What? He let, he was supposed that. to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. What? Yes. Did, the have, F- you, have you found that? Yes. 
Wow. It's from comicbook.com. Uh, here's what it says. Uh, dropped out. According to uh, Tyron Woodley, UFC fighter said he's no longer part of Homecoming. He revealed the news during an interview. He spilled, cause there were, I remember he, I think he said he was working on a Marvel movie and I think maybe they fired him before he was supposed to say something. Hmm. Then yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He was That's supposed to be in, uh, he was supposed to be in Spider-Man Homecoming and he kind of leaked that he might be in a Spider-Man movie and then they, they, they got rid of him. And, but he said he backed out to pursue other projects. Yes. He said he had a previous obligation with Fox, but I hmm. think they really told him to leave. I don't know. Yeah, he was going to be in Homecoming. That's the guy. Tyra Woodley. I, I, Tyra Woodley definitely like did a great job promoting this fight. He also, like, he should have fucking won the fight. It's so oh, bad. Oh, he lost? He lost by split decision. It uh, wasn't like he put on a terrible performance, but he yeah. didn't. He would have won. Like, he should have just won. He should have won if he just threw more punches. Yeah. But um, I don't want to even get into it. Okay. It's such a... It's such a it's such a circus thing that I watched that it's like it's not even worth really analyzing. What happened to real boxing? All right, here's something I know you're going to want to get into. I did your little assignment for me last week. Oh, yeah? I watched Gamera Guardians of the Galaxy from oh, shit. 1995. Guardians of the Universe. Guardian of the Universe, whatever it's called. Guardian of the Universe. From 1995? From 1995 on Amazon Prime, and I kind of dug it. And I love that it's free on Amazon Prime, and the whole trilogy is up there. You liked it. Uh, I did. It's it's like it's well made for 1995. Yeah, I was, think about it. It's 95. I was kind of surprised. It Men looks amazing. Uh, the shots of Gamera looked amazing. I love the whole Gaios bird thing. Even the mm-hmm. Gaios looked good, and the story wasn't bad. I watched it in Japanese with subtitles because that's, that's the way to watch that's it. That's the only way. I mean, they don't have it dubbed. Don't uh, watch it. Dubbed. Uh, and I didn't watch it dubbed. I watched, but uh, some things in here were like very. You know, it's it's a. Uh, well, it's in Japan, right? In, in, it's in Japan. Tokyo. So, you know, they have shots of people like, this is 1995. They have shots of people watching the news on big screens, like in downtown. And like, that's the shit you see in the Spider-Man trailer now. But this is fucking 1995. And I was like, this is crazy. So, fun movie. Great final act. Had uh, is a little bit confusing. I didn't understand some things. What I do? What didn't you understand? So there's a part where uh, trying to base off memory. By the, the way, the girl shows up. He's fighting Gaios. The girl shows up with the comma amulet that mm-hmm. she holds and turns red. Obviously, she can mm-hmm. communicate with him, and mm-hmm. he just like forms out of fire at one point. And I was like, wait, did he die before? And now she's bringing him back. No, he was there. And then there's like a big fireball, and he like comes. He's like made of the fire. That part was really weird. I don't remember that. I don't remember that part. It's at the end. It's in the final battle. Here's what I really want to ask you. I love the movie. It was fun. I think I will watch the trilogy every week and give you a little report. And I'm going to watch the older ones because now I want to watch the 1965 one. I was going to say that's the next assignment is you have to watch the next one, which is Gamera Advent of Legion. So I will watch Legion. And then should I watch the third one? Yes, of course. But Advent of Legion is, I think we told you this last week, is considered one of the best, if not the best superhero uh, kaiju films of all time i mean it's the 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 shots of him are sometimes they're really impressive looking at it. and i know it's miniatures the miniatures though are so detailed when they're crashing into the building i was like they had to make these things look like they had little bricks and they had little insides mm. and there's so much detail it yeah, looks think fantastic that. think about the amount of work that these guys are doing this and is then all they just smash it yeah this isn't done on a, i mean who doing it CGI? I'm sure there's a lot of work behind the scenes, but this is like handmade stuff. Yeah, 
these buildings, they look amazing. And uh, yeah, there are moments where he looks really cool. Here's my question. Yeah. How the fuck does this thing fly? Okay, listener, in this movie, sometimes Gamera, who is a giant turtle with big two big teeth, sometimes he has legs and arms that he's walking around upright, sure. right? Yep. Sometimes those legs and arms are replaced with fucking rocket jets. Oh, shit. Uh, what? What? They're, they're, they're rocket engines. And sometimes it's just his bottom legs. Sometimes he has to spin to fly in a straight line. Other times he can just do the two back rockets and fly in a straight line. Yep. And I'm like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> well, if I were to put on my scientific kaiju hat, he can spit fire. He can spit fire. So yes. he clearly has something in his body that can produce flame, com- something combustible. Okay. So oh, if yeah. you think so of his body fuel. as like an engine. Where's the fuel coming from? <laughs> it's from his body. He's generating his own. That's a lot of fuel, too, because he's right. fucking flying a he's lot. He's flying and he's a big guy, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, I'll allow it. Yeah. No, I liked in the beginning how he was like a giant floating atoll, and then they they were actually digging into him. And what were those little comma things, though? Is is Was it his, like his teeth? Was it a part of him? Was Commas? It, yeah, there was like little comma amulets with holes in them, and there was a bunch of them in him and they had him and that's what the girl wears yeah, to talk she has, to him yeah she inadvertently gets the amulet and becomes bonded with him to be honest I, I this is the one that I don't revisit all that often it's good it's good it's good it's just it's just not when you watch the next two again yeah. oh. we'll see how what you think okay well when you watch the next two you're like first one's good but these next two oh this is my favorite part Gamera clearly when they're on the bridge and the guy else is attacking and the guys are running to each other and the guy's running to save the kid Gamera pops out. He clearly just helped the humans. Mm-hmm. He sh- blew up the fucking Gaios bird. It exploded. The dude even goes, Gaia, uh, Gamera is on our side, right? Mm-hmm. The next shot, all of the military is just shooting missiles at Gamera and not the fucking bird. And I'm like, what are you doing? He just saved them. It takes him like 20, another 15 minutes to figure out that. Oh, wait, I think he's on our side. We should probably <laughs> stop shooting missiles at him. But like he's chasing Gaios and they shoot at him instead of Gaios. Yeah, you know. They want they want to capture the Gaios. Yeah, they're you know, it's they're great. confused. They were yeah, there is a lot of people um explaining things and and talking about making decisions. Talking about talking about making decisions also. <laughs> it does that thing or like we're going to we'll take care of this. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of talking in these movies, but the kaiju action is really I mean, it for its time it was like super revolutionary. Yeah. For 95, this thing fucking looked amazing. I yeah. was, uh, oh, and I learned how to say bird in Japanese. Do you know from this movie? No, how do you say I'll it? I'll tell you. Tori. Oh. Tori. Oh, is that where you were, that's where you were on this Japanese kick because of this? A little bit because of this. And when my sister was over a few weeks ago, we were, she was doing Duolingo and I was sitting next to her and she was doing Italian and Japanese. And I started just fucking translating Japanese just by listening. I was like, oh my, Nico, I believe is cat. Tori is bird. And I remember there was a lesson about a bird. And within 15 minutes, I'm like translating Japanese sentences somehow. It was fucking wild. So, by the way, that fire. Yeah. He just absorbed it. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. it, so there was an explosion and yeah. she showed up to take it. I see. He Well, he got dropped into the plant and then the fire engulfed him. But then because he's kind of from the fire, he, he absorbed it. It looks great. So yeah. if the second one is better, I'm super excited. Geek All right. I'll report 
uh, next week after watching the second camera. The second one, yeah. Watch the second one and then watch the third one. Just every I mean, week. I mean, the birds look great, too. Everything the Gaios, like, actually, in yeah. this film, I think the Gaios look better than, than Gamera. Maybe a little bit, Gamera yeah. looks a little... He looks still a little childish. Uh-huh. He gets a little... It's those eyes. It's those yeah, big-ass eyes. Yeah, the design gets eventually gets, like, tweaked every film, and he starts to look less childish, but Gaios looks fucking menacing. Gaios is great. No, this was fun, and then after the trilogy, I want to go back and watch the 65. Oh, and then geez, watch that'll be hilarious. To, to compare. Yeah, watch those. Good stuff. All right, well, that's it. Everyone, go see Shang-Chi. See Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, because it's the only place you can see it. Sure. And uh, we will talk about it next week. And uh, let us know your thoughts. All right, thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. We'll peep you next time. What? That's a big fuck up right there. Not funny. Jock and Nerd.